ಓಮ ಜ್ಞಾನತಿಮನಂತಂಜನಾಶಲಾಖಾಯ ಚಕ್ಷುರುನ್ಮಿತೈತನ್ಯಮನೋಭೀಷ್ಟೂತೇ ಸ್ವಯಂ ರೂಪಾಕ್ಯಂ ದಾತಿ ಸ್ವಾಪದಿ ವಂದೇಹಂ ಶ್ರೀಗುರೋ ಶ್ರೀಯುಕ್ತಪರಕಮಲ ಶ್ರೀಗುರುನ್ ವೈಷ್ಣವಂಶ ಶ್ರೀಪಾತ ಸಹಗನಾರಘುನಥೀವ ಸದ್ವೈತ ಸಾಬಲುತ ಪರಿಜನ ಸಹಿತ ಕೃಷ್ಣಚೇತನ್ಯದೇವ ಶ್ರೀರಾಧಾಕೃಷ್ಣಪಾದ ಸಹಗನಲಿತ್ತೀವಿಷಾಖನ್ವಿತಂಶ್ಚಮೇಕ್ತಿವೇದಸ್ವಾಮಿಂಗಿಶೇಷ ನಿರ್ವಿಶೇಷಾಶೂನ್ಯಾಶ್ಚಾಧ್ಯಾಶಿಪಾಸಿಂಧು ದೀನಬಂಧೋಜಗತ್ಪೇ ಗೋಪೇಶ ಗೋಪಿಕಾಕಾಂತ ರಾಧಾಕಾಂತ ನಮಸ್ತೆ ತಾಪ್ತಕಾಂಕ್ಷನ ಗೌರಂಗೀ ರಾಧೇ ವೃಂದಾವನೇಶ್ವರಿ ವೃಷಭಾನುಸುತೆ ದೇವಿ ಪ್ರಣಮಿ ಜೈ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭು ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಶ್ರೀಯಾದ್ವೈತಾಧರ ಶ್ರೀವಾಸರಿ ಗೌರವಕ್ತವೃಂದ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೇ ಹರೇ ಸೊ ಗುಡ್ ಮಾರ್ನಿಂಗ್ ಎವ್ರಿವನ್ Happy Easter. Today is Easter, right? Easter's Oster Zone Talk. What does it mean? What was it? I think the, the Christian Lord, Jesus ascended. Yes, today is the day of Jesus' ascent. Very interesting. event significant event in many ways um 
And I was remembering that, uh, considering the Christian tradition, there's a tradition that uh, one of his apostles, Thomas, uh, sometimes known as Doubting Thomas, uh, after Jesus departed, he went to India. And there's a very uh, strong tradition uh, that Thomas uh, was in, in South India and that he uh, was martyred in India, uh, in Mylapur, I think, south of Chennai. Uh, so, so that is, <laughs> in some sense, part of part of the greater uh, Indian tradition, you can say. But that's another subject. Today, we're reading from Shrimad Bhagavatam. Jai, Shrimad Bhagavatam ki jai. In as as a as the best way as for us the best way to. Observe to celebrate Easter. Um, but um, before I begin, I want to just say how much I appreciate uh, all the devotees who are uh, Goloka Dham Vasis, who are doing so much, so much uh, service here, uh, serving Shishi Radhamadan Mohan. Uh, who are so, so charming. They're so charming lords, aren't they? Yes. Um, and Shri uh, Radha Madan Mohan, uh, I remember when they were in Schloss Rettershof. Do you remember in Schloss Rettershof? <laughs> this is, we're talking ancient history now. <laughs> and we are revealing our dinosaur background uh, but it's uh, it's something which is uh, sometimes not appreciated uh, but all of the devotees who worship uh, who do all the services the um, the cooking of course uh, the puja the archana uh, but everything else that enables the cooking and the archana uh, it is it is all, of course, remembered by the Lord because one of his 64 qualities is that the Lord is Kritagnya. Uh, he is uh, grateful and uh, he remembers service always. So, um, yes, we say in America, three cheers, three cheers for all the Goloka Dambasis, who are continuing year after year after year uh, to do their uh, very important service. It's actually, it's service which mm, may seem to be confined to this location, but it's invisibly expanded outward and influencing and sustaining all the devotees, I would say. Would you say that? Yeah. Okay. When so, you water the root of a tree, huh? branches and leaves are the huh? yes. are the root of the tree. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <clears throat> mm. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Om 
namo bhagavate vasudevaya om namo bhagavate vasudevaya om namo bhagavate vasudevaya narayanam namaskritya naram chaivanaro Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tato Jayamudiraye Nashta Prayeshvabhadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavati Uttama Shloke Bhaktir Bhavati Naishtiki This morning we're reading from Srimad Bhagavatam Canto 11 Chapter 2, uh, entitled Maharaj Nimi Meets the Nine Yogendras. These nine Yogendras were naked sages. Uh, and uh, this is a verse uh, spoken uh, by one of, the, one, <coughs> one of the nine sages, Kavi, I believe. Um, and... Um, before we chant, I also want to make uh, a kind of suggestion, uh, especially for temple resident devotees, where you're having morning class, but it can be uh, applied for all of us in, in various ways. Uh, and that is, of course, you may not have known that uh, this would be the verse that we chant this morning. Uh, but in general, what's really helpful, I think you may find, um, for making a rich and uh, an enriched and satisfying morning lecture and discussion is that everyone who will be attending that class prior to the class, you take the Bhagavatam and you read in advance. Uh, the verse and the purport. It it may take you two minutes, three minutes, it, uh, and in this way, what you're doing is what I call priming the pump. Do you know what is priming the pump? In India, everyone from India knows what is priming the pump. <laughs> the hand pump. If you if it's not used for some time. You can pump and pump, and the water will not come um, because it's all drained out from underneath. So what do you do? You have to get from some other source a bucket of water, and you have to sort of pour it into the top of the pump. And and then you you can do the pumping, and the water will start to come up. So, uh, similarly... <laughs> Uh, we need to prime the pumps of our brains uh, and our minds uh, and our our thinking processes. Uh, it it can be very helpful. Uh, so what I suggest, I've been doing, I've been making this suggestion in different places I'm visiting. You make an experiment. Uh, what is the experiment? Uh, 
you do this for um, for seven days. Each day, take three, five minutes prior to uh, the morning class, and individually, everyone who will be in the class, you read the verse and the purport. That's all. And you will find, I think you will find, uh, that the class will be more interesting. Now you may think, oh, okay, now I've read the verse and the purport, so I don't have to come to the class. <laughs> no, that's not the idea. <laughs> uh, the idea is rather that uh, you'll be more engaged with that verse and that purport, and you may find that there's some point in the verse, in the purport, which gets you thinking, gets you questioning, and you can even raise that question to uh, the person who is, uh, nowadays we say, facilitating the class. Not, we don't like lectures anymore, we just facilitate, right? Uh, in any case, <laughs> okay, I won't go on and on about that. Let's chant the verse. Kaina vacha manasendri arva. Kaina vacha manasendri arva. Kaina vacha manasendri arva. Kaina vacha manasendri arva. Budyat manavanusritasvabha. Buddhyatmana Vanusrita Sabhabhat. Buddhyatmana Vanusrita Sabhabhat. Karoti Yat Yat Sakalang Parasmai. Karoti Yat Yat Sakalang Parasmai. Karoti Yat Yat Sakalang Parasmai. Karoti Yat Yat Sakalang Narayanayeti Narayanayeti Samarpayetat Very good. Kayena Kayena With the body Vacha Speech Manasa Mind Indriyai Senses Va or Bhutya with the intelligence Atmana the purified consciousness Va or Anusrita followed Sabhavat according to one's condition nature according to one's condition Karoti, one does. Yet, yet, whatever. We say in English sometimes, whatever. So now you know how to say that in Sanskrit. Yet, yet. Sakalam, all. Parasmai. To the Supreme. Narayana Iti. 
thinking, this is for Narayan. Samar Bayet. He should offer. Tat. That. Translation by the followers of his divine grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada Jai. Translation and um, the purport is a bit long, uh, so I may just summarize some points. Translation, in accordance with the particular nature one has acquired in conditioned life, whatever one does with body, words, mind, senses, intelligence, or purified consciousness, one should offer to the Supreme, thinking, this is for the pleasure of Lord Narayana. I think I'll read it again. In accordance with the particular nature one has acquired in conditioned life, whatever one does with body, words, mind, senses, intelligence, or purified consciousness. One should offer to the Supreme, thinking, this is for the pleasure of Lord Narayan. Mukam karoti vajalam bhangum langayate girim yat kripa tamaham vande shri gurum dinataranam Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. What I want to do is uh, essentially offer a few, let's say, introductory comments in relation to this verse, uh, and then His Holiness Sachinanan Swami uh, can give us the, the purport. <laughs> uh, and what I'm thinking of in particular is two things, context and uh, what I call resonance. And I'll explain what I mean by that. Um, context is rather simple and straightforward. We we find that the Bhagavatam uh, is a series of discussions, uh, and some of these discussions are very extended, and uh, it has this interesting structure of being like, uh, what do you call these Russian dolls? One is within the next one. When I hear ten voices, I hear <laughs> I hear no voices. <laughs> matryoshka, matryoshka, yeah. So the the Bhagavatam is a matryoshka doll, <laughs> uh, with with conversations within conversations. Sometimes it goes to five or six levels uh, happening simultaneously, and it can be a little confusing at times. Uh, but uh, it's also an enrichment. And so uh, what we find uh, in the beginning of this chapter is that uh, Narada Muni 
as he often does, uh, is is uh, sort of wandering, not aimlessly, but quite purposefully, uh, to illuminate uh, the devotees. And he meets Vasudeva in Dvaraka. Uh, and Vasudeva, not Vasudeva, but Vasudeva, uh, the father of Vasudeva, uh, is extremely happy to meet Narada, uh, appreciating how fortunate he is simply to have his audience. And uh, he wants to go a step further to become more fortunate by asking him a question. And the question he asks is basically, uh, can you please illuminate for me what are... uh, uh, the dharmas, plural, of, of the Bhagavata dharmas. Uh, he, he puts this in the plural form. Uh, what, what are the dharmas? What are the proper uh, duties uh, which are, we, want, we might want to say, mm, uh, God-conscious or Krishna-conscious. Um, And this leads Narada uh, to expound by referring to this account uh, of uh, these nine yogendras. And the nine yogendras, yoga indras, uh, they're yogis, uh, they're top yogis. As I mentioned, they're naked, which is a special, special kind of yoga practice, which we don't generally recommend in Germany or Switzerland. Um, it's, uh, it's not the weather for it. <laughs> um, you'll find most of the na- naked yogis, especially of the Jain tradition, uh, the Digambar Jain tradition in South India, where it's nice and warm. Uh, so it's not a problem. But these nine yogis are similarly wandering about, enlightening as is typical in the Bhagavatam, uh, enlightening uh, kings, uh, it seems that in uh, those times there were kings who were spiritually oriented. They actually wanted to be illuminated spiritually, and so they welcomed such sages. Uh, And so the king in question here is King Nimi, And he has uh, a different question for each of the nine sages, which then each of the nine sages uh, respond to in turn. And uh, the question which King Nimi uh, presents or offers uh, it to, uh, to Kavi is, let's see if I can find it here exactly, this is verse number 30. The purports uh, of the 11th canto are often quite long. His Holiness Sri Dayananda Goswami um, is uh, our, we are to thank him uh, for his uh, extensive commentaries based on uh, the commentaries of previous acharyas. Ata atyantikam shemam prichamu bhavato anagaha 
संसरे अस्मिन क्षणार्डोपी सत्संग शेवदीर नृणम therefore o completely sinless ones i ask you to kindly tell me what the supreme good is what the supreme good is kshemam atyantikam kshemam uh, this is his, uh, specifically his question for kavi uh yogendra and uh this is therefore we're hearing now from kavi and he is replying uh with several verses one of which is the one we've read i i can't resist to mention that the next verse is extremely important bayang vitiya bidiveshatasya ishama petasya viparya yo asmriti um so um in your study of the bhagavatam uh, you may want to take note of uh, of this point it's a very important both are very important verses now uh okay this was a, a little bit by way of context one could certainly uh speak uh, more but uh n- now what i want to do is uh say something about what i call resonance um but uh, there's also a kind of fancy modern western term for it um intertextuality um don't worry you don't have to break your tongue to uh say that word uh intertextuality means texts referring to other texts which refer to other texts um this is happening very much in the bhagavatam and one way it's happening is uh, with similarity of words and phrases and uh you may notice yourself sometimes that a particular verse that you read reminds you of another verse and that's intentional <laughs> when that happens you're on the right track you're you're hearing or reading in a good way now um in this particular case kayena vacha manasendriyarva um what are we hearing about we're hearing about different ways in which uh we can serve the lord uh with what we are what we have and we have this yat yat which remember what it meant whatever. whatever right and this whatever uh karoti yat yat sakalam uh just might remind you and in fact it has uh reminded at least one of our previous acharyas who quoted might remind you of a verse in the bhagavad gita yat karoshi yadashnasi yachuhoshi tadasi yat yat karush yat tapasyasi konteya tat karushva madarpanam we did it as a team effort we got one verse remembered very good. 
Yat karoshi yadashnasi yat juhoshi tadasi yat yat tapasyasi kanteya tat kurushva mat arbanam. Now let's see if anyone's really on your toes. Um, what did Krishna tell Arjuna in the immediate previous verse to that? Silence. <laughs> Uh, when was the last time you read ninth chapter of Bhagavad Gita? Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> I'll give you a hint. Patram. <laughs> Suddenly we all know it. <laughs> yes, Krishna gives examples of ways uh, that we can make offerings. He's referring to specific items that can be offered, uh, very humble items. Patram pushpam palam toyam yome bhaktya prayachati tadaham bhaktyuparitam asnami prayatatmana. He gives a condition. The condition is that we offer with bhakti, that elusive something uh, which we speak so much about, if we have that something which is called bhakti uh, and we offer, even if it's just a patram, even if it's just a leaf, even if it's just a flower, even if it's a flower that doesn't have any smell, <laughs> Hare Krishna, can you imagine something, such a thing? Whoops, don't get me started. Patram pushpam palam toyam, we can offer these if we offer them with love. Then what? Ashnami, Krishna says, I consume it. And then he makes the general principle. Yat karoshi, yat ashnashi, yat chuhoshi dadasi, yat tapasyasi koni, tat kurushva. Madharpanam, do that, make that, Kurushva. It's actually a pretty strong statement he makes. Kurushva is in the imperative form, uh, which uh, is Kurush. Uh, it is do or make. Do that or make that. Madharpanam, make it an offering to me. Okay, so that's a kind of a... a uh, what I want to call a resonance. And I mention this because this is so important for our developing um, expertise in reading and hearing Shastra. Um, we want to become skilled readers and hearers of Shastra. Why do we want to become skilled? Because uh, we want to um, we want to become relishers of shastra, right? Nigama kalpataror galitang palang shukumukad amrita dravasam yutam pibata bhagavatam rasam alaya muhura ho rasika. Yes, pandit. Pandit. Pan, pan, pandit, 
What's plural? <laughs> I mean, what's the feminine for pundit? Pand, panditani. Pandita. Yes, pandita. Thank you. Uh, yes. Rasika bhuvi bahuka. We want to become amongst those rasikas, uh, relishing. And that relishing is, uh, it involves skill. And the skill includes uh, a sort of development of a sense of resonance. And that resonation we get, that sense of, oh yeah, this reminds me of dot, dot, dot. That we can only do if we actually hear and read Shastra in an active way by applying ourselves one way, which is that before the class, what do we do for three to five minutes? Read the verse and the purport. Very good. How many are going to do, are going to try the seven day experiment? Only three of you? Hare Krishna. I'm not going to do it. I never go to Bhagavatam class. <laughs> okay, Hare Krishna. Um, I would have so many things more to say, but okay, let, if I may say one please, more thing. Um, another uh, point, and this has to do also with resonance, uh, is that uh, we are thinking, or one thing that resonates is examples. The Bhagavatam is full of examples of uh, devotees who practice devotional service, as as is Chaitanya Charitamrita, etc. Uh, and so, when we read a verse like this today, Kaiyena Vacha, um, which is, mm, it's not exactly in the imperative form, strictly speaking, but, uh, well, yes, it is. It's not imperative, it's optative, but Prabhupada translates Sometimes it can be like an imperative. Samar samar bayet, you should offer. Sometimes Prabhupada says it's stronger than that. You must offer. But okay, uh, all right, so how do we do that? Well, we have examples. <laughs> and so we can think, for example, of Maharaj Ambarisha, right? Savai mana krishna padara vindayo vachangsi vaikunta gunanu varnane karo harir marjana mandira marjanadi shu shuting chakarachuta sadkato daye, etc. Ambarish Maharaj is using all of his limbs, he's using his mind, first of all his mind, savai mana krishna padara vindayo. He's using in Krishna's service. And then we can expand out from that. We can think, who is uh, King Ambarish? What was his mentality? Uh, what was the trouble that he found himself in? And how he overcame that trouble? So one thought 
can lead to another, can lead to another. And then you can come back to the verse that you're starting with, Kayena Vacha Manasendriyarva, Udhyatmana Va Anusrita Sabhava. And uh, remember, oh, Samar Bayet, I should be offering everything. But now you may have a doubt. I should offer everything? All the, all the, all the weird stuff that I do? <laughs> all the weird stuff that I think? All the not quite spiritual things that I say? That is a question which I'm going to leave open and we will see if Sachinandan Swami Maharaj is going to address it in his discussion of this verse or not. Hare Krishna, now I've put you on the spot. No, it was, okay, I don't know. We have not rehearsed. Hare Krishna, thank you very much. Srila Prabhupada Wonderful, wonderful. Please give me the microphone. And um, please don't be bewildered. I'm just going to disappear for a minute and I will be back. So Hare Krishna, I, uh, before Maharaj disappears for one minute, I just want to say thank you very, very much for this class uh, where you actually gave us a methodology uh, to first study, uh, to first actually read a, a text in advance, then hear it explained in the class. One can also do that if one doesn't live at a temple place. Obviously, one can look up in Google Srila Prabhupada's classes on the same text or, or any um, uh, other speaker one feels drawn to and in this way um, uh, after having been ha having primed one's pump uh, so to say one's brain uh, do this and then and then comes uh, 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 how do you say um, seeing where where else do I find in the Bhagavatam such a point and finally think of uh, examples that applied these points. This uh, really um, uh, relates very nicely to something which Vishwana Chakravati Thakur explains. We should f hear something and then starts the process of reflection. Obviously, when you have read the text and then you hear a person speaking about the text you have read earlier, you, you reflect, you have different angles on it. And then uh, after manana, uh, reflection comes. Nididya-san, um, one interpretation of this word is application. So so this is wonderful. We, we have to really thank our Maharaj for telling us how to extract the nectar from the Bhagavatam. Thank you very much. Yes, and uh, uh, may you disappear and reappear. Yes. <laughs> Krishna. 
Maharaj has asked a question. Uh, is it really that we can offer everything, including the weird stuff? He said like this. Uh, I wanted to talk about this actually tomorrow, but since this is a question, Almost everything can be offered. Mm. Not the sinful stuff, but the uh, word here is Svabhava in the text. Can uh, someone please give me the Bhagavatam? It's just here. Mm. According to one's nature, whatever is the, one's nature, one can one can offer that to Krishna. Remember, we are speaking of the reversal of our life. We have gone very deep into the material energy by engaging um, first the subtle body and then the gross body, in, which has with that energy, we have, uh, our intelligence and our mind is. Uh, dealing with the material energy and our body is also engaged with the material energy. So if we want to now go back to our spiritual situation, we have to use the very things that entangled us um, to, to free us. We have to use our mind, our intelligence and our body in uh, associating in some ways in Krishna. Uh, so in the purport, Srila Vishwanachakavati Thakur, who's always so important and so, so insightfully, he says, Srila Vishwanachakavati Thakur has given a nice description of how one should offer one's ordinary activities to the Supreme Lord. Then, then it gets really practical. He says that an ordinary sense gratifier begins his activities in the morning by passing stool and urine. Have you done? Uh, I think I have done for sure. Uh, it went very nice today. Um, <laughs> cleaning his mouth. But this is cleaning mouth. What does this refer to? A tongue scraper, where you uh, remove the white ama or toxics from the tongue. Please do this. This will create, will make you appear twenty years younger if you do it for a long time. Because it's because of these poisons which come out on the tongue which you take in again, they are not removed by brushing your teeth, that armor is created in the body. Then he speaks of brushing one's teeth, then he speaks of bathing, and so on. In this way, one has so many activities during the day, and a sense gratifier executes all these activities for his personal material enjoyment. Mm. Mm. 
but a devotee of the Supreme Lord should similarly perform all, all of his daily activities for the pleasure of the Supreme Lord. In other words, all these activities which we have heard, all these activities where some of you have a little bit blushed because you didn't expect that it would be told in the morning class by Vishwanath Chakravati Thakur, all these activities which happen behind the closed door of your bathroom should be offered to Narayan. Now, we usually don't have this approach in Krishna consciousness the way we have learned it. And therefore, I thought to, that we would present something entirely new to you. Uh, we think, oh, yes, the high, we should do the high things. Always remember Krishna, always speak about him, always enlighten each other. And we have become disappointed with ourselves and our capacity to do that. That's not possible, we think. And, and we feel sometimes we fail miserably. However, the picture which we get here in this and the following verses is it's easy. Uh, you can take everything you do, wherever you are, at which state you are, and offer it to Krishna. Now to, to convince you of this, because it's a new point, you will, you, you will might ask, where is this in Prabhupada's books, please? Um, well, I remember something. Uh, we had, uh, we, Prabhupada had heard of our Hare Krishna festivals, which we had done in Germany and some countries outside of Germany. Germany and he had shown interest so we uh, uh, when he was in England and we had uh, we, we arranged something in in Sweden and Prabhupada flew over for I think two or three programs which he gave so I remember there was this one program uh, um, I know I remember this very much because we served Vishnu Tattva during that time. There was a newly created speculation. Milpa, a sweet, yes, a, 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 a sweet. It was very good. It was, there is no... It had cumin seeds. It had cumin seeds, anise, uh, dry fruits, nuts, and milk powder. I think the Hare Krishna movement is in its stay, present state because there is no Vishnu Tattva any longer. This was really an encouragement like anything to have a Vishnu Tattva. So I was in charge of guarding the Vishnu Tattva from all the devotees and I stayed in the back. When Prabhupada gave a lecture. With me at the back, there were about 50 drunkards who were waiting for prasadam. They were leaning against the wall so I always had an eye on them. Uh, hopefully they will not kidnap the Vishnu Tattva. Uh, I still remember this very humorous event uh, because I wanted to eat a good portion of them. Uh, the Vishnu Tattva. So anyways, I was there. And 
all of a sudden Prabhupada said something. He said, even if you are a drunkard, you can become a great yogi. And I thought, what? And I was not sure if what I have heard was correct. Then, a little later, I found the same point in, a, in a, his book, uh, Teachings of Lord Kapila. And just three days before I came here, I found the exact piece in the, what Prabhupada said. I will read it to you. Krishna says, listen to this, it will revolutionize your concepts of how you can become Krishna consciousness and hopefully give you a fresh start. Krishna says, Rasoham Apsukontiya, any liquid thing, the taste which attracts you, that is I am. Then he turns to his audience, who just is there because of the prasadam, uh, which will be served at the end, so they tolerate the lecture. <laughs> Even if you are drunkard, you are fond of tasting wine. People would maybe say booze to them. Um, even if you are a drunkard, you are fond of tasting wine. I should recommend. <laughs> how, how endearing, Father. Let me give you a recommendation. That you simply think that this taste of wine is Krishna. That will make a yogi of you. That will make you the greatest yogi. If you simply think this that I am tasting wine. Oh, very nice taste. This is Krishna. Is there any loss if you think like that? This is Krishna consciousness. Maybe some of his early disciples misunderstood him and therefore... At another place, he said, of course, we don't take intoxication because it has a bad effect. No? But Prabhupada talks to a different audience here, uh, uh, an audience which he win, wants to win over to start the process of Krishna consciousness from exactly the place where they are so that they can 100% be sure that they can actually do it. Um, so whatever, so in this way, you use what the body and the mind does. I will talk about something which everyone does, but no one admits, Netflix. Uh, if you see something which you feel uh, uh, can be used in, uh, can, which, which you feel entertains you and, and puts your mind into another space, you can think, I do this now to just uh, be more uh, fit for Krishna Seva because then I won't be so restless and so lacking entertainment and so on. I'm not saying that those of you who are elder devotees, they should see this 
movies which have a bad effect because there is often to sell these films uh, they use we know two things will sell it sex and violence you know? Th that is not for those who are more advanced in Krishna consciousness but let's talk reality here many of us heard so much but have realized so little so we have to start where we are and uh, advance from there because now now how does this work you whatever you do which is not sinful we are speaking of not the sinful things if you see in the uh, in a movie a sinful scene Better you close your eyes and your ears for that time because it will create a sanskara which will bring you so much back in your spiritual life, an impression. No, uh, But uh, if you can pass stool and connect that with the spiritual reality, like Vishwana Chakravati Thakur says, you can connect the things where you are at present. Uh, the things which you will never admit that you do them to anyone in the world because we are working according to the old concept of Krishna consciousness. You have to be so advanced and if you are not, you have to pretend you are uh, to be uh, uh, allowed in the Sangha of devotees. My dear devotees, I so much fear that I will be misunderstood. I, in fact, fear that Prabhupada will be misunderstood. So let me be very clear here. We must avoid sinful activities because they pull us back into the sangsara of birth and death. But we can engage as the person we are in Krishna's service. How to do that? What is your level that you have to decide? And if you have doubts, talk in a private talk with devotees who are more advanced than you, who can give you tips how to move forward. The idea here is you need to move forward in Krishna consciousness by engaging body, mind, and intelligence and what you got in Krishna's service. We need an example. Krishna Chet Maharaj has told us, uh, what was it? Three things. Context. Then, and, and this is very important, for an advanced devotee or for a devotee in Krishna consciousness, the context is different than for a non-devotee or a beginner. You must practice Krishna consciousness according to Adhika, your present uh, facilities, your present advancement, right? Everything, anything else Krishna declares to Udava is irreligion because you enter pretense and suppression and repression and that won't bring you forward. But those who are initiated devotees, of course they avoid Netflix. Oh, this is not a sadhana to look at Netflix and think, ooh, this entertainment makes me fresh for Krishna consciousness. It is a concession when you're not yet so 
advanced that you can read only spiritual books but even that can be used in Krishna's service you know what will happen with the part of this lecture only the touchy thing will be quoted the rest will be forgotten and that's why I sometimes don't talk about these things and, uh, and so on anyways example is Vritasura a demon who became the greatest devotee. Of course, his story is very interesting. He, he had the nucleus of Krishna consciousness in his heart. He had been previously a devotee. But so are we. Every one of us is by his constitution a servant of Lord Hari that we heard yesterday from the Padma Purana. We are all deep inside a servant of Lord Hari, just like this Vritasura was also a very amazing uh, personality, Chitraketu, a great devotee. So in the final countdown, in, uh, where he confronts Indra in a battle, he all of us he, he he develops this desire. I only want to be with Krishna. I want to go back home. I want to go back to Godhead. But this 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 rascal Indra, who sees everything materially, uh, doesn't understand me. So. I will make a request at the lotus feet of the Lord now that he takes me. It's described by Vishwana Chakravati Thakur when Vritasura, you know, he's, he's there for the ultimate fight, you know, where only one person will walk out alive. He wants to lose the fight and win the kingdom of God. So he... He prays to the Lord, uh, and at that moment when he prays, the Lord appears to him for a brief time and said, very soon I will bring you to my side. Uh, please ask for a boon. And then he starts. It's in the 11th chapter of the 6th canto, verses 24 to Verses 26, Prabhupada says, this verse which you will hear now will, is giving the sum and substance of devotional life. He starts, Aham Haritava Padaikamula Dasanudaso Bhavitasmibuya Manas maritasu patergunangste grinitava karma karotikaya. O my Lord, O Supreme Personality of Godhead, will I again be able to be a servant of your eternal servants who find, who find shelter only at your lotus feet? O Lord of my life, may I again become their servant so that my mind may always think of your transcendental attributes. 
my words always glorify those attributes and my body always engage in the loving service of your Lordship. So he's there in a monstrous body. You know, he, if anyone would see Rita Sura, if it would be a lady, she would get a, a, a pregnant lady, she would get a miscarriage. He looked so bad, really. But he is now saying something which is the essence of Krishna consciousness. May my mind remember you, Lord of my life. May my words sing your qualities. May my body massage your feet. And may I give you a betel nut. So he says, in essence, yes, kayena vacha manasendriya Whatever one can do according to one's nature, present nature, how you are now, not how you will hopefully become one day, how you are now. Whatever one do does, I, I want to engage that. That's Kayena Vacha. And of course, Vrita Sura says, in my perfected state, when I'm with you, I want to also do that. I want to engage my body, mind, and speech. In American English, they say, fake it till you make it. Um, that is, you do something, uh, although it is amateurish, Mm, and that will bring you to the perfected state. Some substance of American. Sorry? It's the sum and substance. The sum and American substance. Philosophy. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> what a culture. Uh, it is the sum and substance of American philosophy. So, so, but this is also, it has something for us. Uh, we engage in the, uh, in Sarana Bhakti. And we attain bhava bhakti. We engage our body, mind, and words the way we can do it at the present moment, and we attain one by this the purified state of consciousness, where we have the desire naturally, spontaneously, to serve Krishna. So, uh, I have been stuck with. Maharaj's question, he wanted to know if we can everything. <laughs> not the sinful things, not envy towards devotees. And we will hear a little bit more about how to transform ourselves by engaging even our lust and greed and, and uh, what else, anger in Krishna's service from an ancient, from a work called Hari Bhakti Kalpalatika, a book which Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur favored. He always kept it in print, uh, edition after edition, because it has this revolutionary point. I will close. One day, uh, Giriyaj Maharaj had preached to a wealthy Gujarati businessman, Mr. Mehta, who was a follower of the Vallabhacharya Sampradaya. No? 
And Mr. Mehta had told Giriraj Maharaj that they considered in their Sampradaya these prayers in the sixth canto spoken by Vrittasura, the essence of their philosophy. So uh, it resonated uh, with uh, something Giriraj Maharaj had heard from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Shikshastakam. And he came to Prabhupada, walked, I mean, he came back to the temple, walked right into Prabhupada's room and asked, Prabhupada, what do we say about these four prayers? And Prabhupada motioned with his hand to the sixth canto and said, read them. And Giyash Maharaj started with the first verse, which we have heard where Britasura expresses his desire to engage in his perfected state uh, in, in, in Krishna's service. So, yes, this is, this is what you do in the Saddam state also. You engage uh, according to your nature, we hear. So then he read the purport. The Prabhupada says, this verse gives the sum and substance of devotional life. So following up on Krishna Chaitanya Maharaj's suggestion, well, his suggestion was a little in a different context, but I would like to, you to take a pen and, and a paper or your mobile distraction machines, uh, sorry, telephone phones, and write down six canto, chapter 11, Verses 24 to 27. If you read them, you will understand tomorrow's class much better. You're priming your pump if you do this. Because, yes, this is, uh, this is uh, very nice. I remember once preaching and there was an opera singer she was a female opera singer and she had been uh, accosted and attacked in a garage. There were no women parking places at that time. And, uh, and by some, you know, it, it didn't, it, it didn't the, 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 the ultimate fears of a woman was, were, were not, there was just, a, 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 she just gave the man a, a good walk in the face and he uh, was satisfied and left uh, <laughs> uh, so, so I met her a week after this and I said so how are you and she said well I had this really traumatic experience in the garage and told me about it and then then her face changed she said, in the uh, Prabhupada's philosophy we hear, we should engage this body in Krishna's service. Uh, so, you know, Maharaj, I'm now learning Taekwondo for Krishna uh, so that I can engage my body uh, in Krishna's service. I will not be hurt again, um, you know, and I will be in good spirits <laughs> and so on. Yes, she was at that stage where she felt she needed to def to be prepared for a second attack in a gar deep garage. So she learned, but she learned it for Krishna with the idea to use a healthy body, 
you know, Taekwondo is a good workout. Narayani can tell you about it. She knows. It's a good workout. And it's also, uh, yeah, it also helps you for the eventuality. Prabhupada told his devotees they should do exercises because they were falling asleep when doing japa, so they should be a little bit more healthy. He, he told them. Making exercises has nothing to do with bhakti. It's called fitness industry. But making exercises for Krishna so that you can stay awake, all of a sudden becomes informed by bhakti bhakti and then it is good i hope i have explained everything correctly <laughs> do you understand what we want to create in this in this retreat we want to create something practical which you can apply where you are now and uh, th therefore Maharaji's very nice points about please write them down that you don't forget them what was it first word how do we study prime. context yeah, well, before prime. that even prime prime yourself prime the pump Prime the pump. Do you remember the Indian example? First water to draw water. <laughs> yes. So then, context. In, in what context is this verse taking place? Did you see when he was explaining the, uh, the verse, he went back to, where is this? Who speaks here? Ah, Kavi. How, how did it come to this. Ah, oh, Narada Muni spoke to Vasudev about uh, how to practice Bhagavad Dharma. Yeah, this was the context. And now this verse is so relevant to my life. Then the next thing he said? Resonance. This means we, we are where we, we find out where where did I hear something which resonates with this point. No? It's also called mananaha in the Sanskrit tradition of studying, reflecting about it deeply. Then Maharaj's third point was? Example. Example, right. We need to find someone who applied this, who did this, uh, and uh, so on. And uh, then it because then we can follow the footsteps. We have we have a, a role model, someone who did it, and we can follow that. So my contribution was I answered to a question, tried to answer a question of Maharaji. Uh, what was the question? Can we use all the things? Also, the he said the American term weird stuff. <laughs> you know, I, I, I knew what he was alluding to, um, not the sinful things which you may do at times, that cannot be offered, Krishna cannot does not take this, he is the pure, all pure, Pavitra, um, uh, and uh, you can put it into context with, with Bhakti and then advance from there, because the main point here is not the exercise, I found a good example, that is not the point. The point is, I'm doing this for Krishna. Krishna is the main point. Hare Krishna. Oh, Krishna, we are a little over time.
Again, what do we do with the question? Are you there to be Why don't we do tomorrow morning something? A question and answer session. Where you can maybe think of questions because these are um, deep subjects. I think you will have some questions. Uh, think of questions during the day, maybe note them down uh, they, so that some thought has gone in the question. Mm, uh, and it's not, you know, uh, what do I do when I don't like someone? These are ordinary <laughs> questions uh, after class. <laughs> but uh, something to the point. And if you have this question, ask that question also. <laughs> so, uh, but... Uh, uh, that's the main question. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yes, why don't we have a lively question and answer session? And mind, uh, uh, please mind this point. This will only work if you actually have thought of some questions. If we come here, so any questions, and you go <laughs> questions, me? No, I came here. Not to think. I, I came here to sit. Uh, you know. Uh, I'm sorry. I want to. I, I'm not so bad as I speak. But, um, uh, I want to get, get you going to start you up, so to say, or get you started. And uh, the, in this way, you can please. We can have a lively discussion tomorrow. Is this all right? Yes. Really? Uh, okay, some will need to... Then Jai Gopal, you always ask good questions. In case there is no one, you should have one. Yeah. <laughs> this is called an audience plant. Yeah. What? He's working tomorrow. We have to leave. Oh, we have to leave. He oh. has to work. To work or catch COVID. Leave, 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 leave your question. Leave then your, no one will accept him. He can leave his question with yeah. Yeah. Go Krishna. You can leave your question with Go Krishna. And he will then get back to you.